0: Going to VAR, they're checking. (laughs) Hey, guys. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. bar. Yes, 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 yes. And we're back again with another episode of The VAR Bar. I am, of course, your host with the most, Andrew, a.k.a. Rapping Drew. And obviously on this bank holiday, numbers are kind of scarce right now. It's just me and the Weisenberg. How are you doing,
1: fella? Uh, I'm all good, man. I'm all good. I'm not judging the boys at all because I actually get to record the pod. And that's obviously a life <laughs> exactly. of the week. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're getting paid. you exactly. getting paid
0: <laughs> whilst they're chilling. <laughs> what, no plans. No plans for you this weekend, no.
1: But I actually had plans, but um, they got cancelled the last minute. like Literally, like oh. Friday. So you move. You move. I was you know? I
0: was actually going to do the pod by myself then. Mad.
1: Oh, there you go. You would have the thin air.
0: Let's move, man. As you guys already listening, um, would know that this week has been a big, big, big week in football. Um, To sum it up, Kane released a statement saying that he's 100% staying at Spurs. Real Madrid submitting two bids to PSG for Mbappe. Cristiano Ronaldo telling Juve he wants to quit and City are after him. CR7 eventually signs for United. Like, I don't even know where to start, but I, I guess let's start at the top. Let's start with Harry. Um, Jake, what do you make of his doubling down? Um, and now him choosing to commit to Spurs since City, you know, yeah, are not, are it, not pursuing it, him like that. Yeah,
1: it was it was the obvious choice. I mean, there was an article in the Athletic detailing the um pursuit, and apparently City hadn't made a bid since June. Like yeah. they they were accepting that Levy wasn't gonna budge. He had no reason to. I mm. think Kane had false hope until the end, and then. It's just his like that statement. Like, what was it? Like, I've decided I'm going to stick stick around for this summer. Like, he knows it's short term. It's just to get the fans back on side. Mm. But that's it's a real legacy ruiner for Harry Kane for Spurs. Like, I get the whole he didn't want to force his way out angle. Mm. But like, Spurs fans are never going to look the same at him anymore. Yeah. Like, he unless has unless, that- he,
0: unless he backs it up, man. Especially if he flatters to deceive. Um yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. talk about the game later. But if he if he's not putting up those numbers. Boy,
1: I mean, yeah, getting a double against Paco Steve Ferreira in the Europa Conference League, <laughs> that, ain't, that ain't gonna bank yeah. those checks, is it? But yeah, he, like, it was the obvious move at that point in time. Like, it, it's just an acceptance of defeat. But mm. he, he's lost that campaign. And I think he has that like, serious questions of his representation now. But like, I think he's yeah. done by this his, his brother, brother, isn't it? Bad. Yeah. Mm. And like, the fact that he's got a contract he can't get out of for six years. And now, They've just they've just done this completely wrong. They have the cards they played were the wrong cards to play. But it's funny it's
0: it's funny that you say that though because I also read that there's talks of him signing a new contract which would include a release clause. But I mean, is it too late? Yeah, he's <laughs> 29.
1: Yeah. There's no point. There's yeah. no point now. Like, I mean, unless they offer a massive wage, which let's be fair, they're not going to. They have no need to. Mm. Like, Levy can play this exact same game next season. He can like and still get his props. So we'll have to wait until then. But now it's the time for him. Like he's got the international break; he can go away for two weeks. But now it's the time for him to come back and knuckle down properly and get his season back on track. Because essentially, this season now is to put an advert on the shop window. Like, right, I'm going to be more available next year. Who wants to grab me?
0: Yep. And I mean, say if he if he stays beyond beyond the season, like for two more seasons, which is which is possible. Yeah. Um, do do you still see success with Spurs, him and Spurs? Is there still success for him? Maybe the Conference League.
1: Yeah, Maybe. I mean that—that that is success for Spurs, isn't it? It's a piece of silverware. Like it doesn't matter what silverware, but <laughs> if they get something, that's the level they operate at. Shout out Calvin. Mad, but they, I mean, If he gets them a trophy, it's not all forgiven, but it's going to be a lot easier for him to leave because it's like it's like Eden leaving Chelsea when he. Yeah, I've done. So I've done the done thing done for it. you guys. Let me. Yeah. Let me. Let me. Let me kick exactly exactly but it's going to be interesting to see how he bounces back like we all know Harry Kane's a slow starter and obviously this year he's not even started so how does he not start kicking until October or does he just go straight back into it
0: yeah that's his that's his normal level man September that's his (laughs) he starts his season in September so but I think I think the Spurs fans you know they, they were hurt but they do love the guy and like if, if he starts banging him in again, scores important goals, winners, yeah. delivers them the conference. I think all will be forgiven, man. Because he's yeah, he, yeah, he's done a lot for them, man.
1: Yeah, I can I can definitely yeah. see that. Success covers the wounds. So yeah. Um so obviously City didn't
0: get there, man. So we'll, we'll jump on the on, on, on his um potential replacement later. But then after the Kane thing, we'll go to the Star Boys of all Star Boys who is killing Mbappe. Obviously, the football world were excited to see to, for things to come at PSG, Messi, Neymar, Di Maria, and Bappe in one team. Um, but the youngest in charge was like, nah, B, I'm looking to, <laughs> I'm looking to duck. Um, yeah. I mean, h- how surprised were you with the two bits that Real Madrid actually, out of nowhere? We thought yeah, they were I broke, mean, they needed a super league, and then boom,
1: yeah, finding that 160 million euro in the back of the sofa that is, um, that is very intriguing how they've done that, but- bro. It's it's a really interesting situation, isn't it? Because like you think of that amount of money with someone who's only got a year left on his contract, like that's an obvious accept, right? But then mm. PSG they need that Champions League. That's all they're doing. A league gun doesn't cut it anymore. Mm. So, the, is it a case of Mbappe is worth rejecting? I think what's the bid now? One hundred seventy million with ten in add-ons. Like, is it worth rejecting 180 million like what's your view on that Drew
0: my my, yeah because obviously we've we discussed this in this group we? and I think they should take it I think what you guys are saying that the Champions League is worth more than 160, 70 mil there's an element of truth in that yes but I also feel like that's a sense of pride from the owner because mm. he he's 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 probably feeling I'm the guy that's pricing away these big names if we want to no one can come to us and take our, take our uh, star boy. And he's the star boy of all star boy. You get me? And he wants to leave. He doesn't want to play for this team anymore. It's also been reported that they've offered him two contracts, improved contracts on the contract that he already had. And it's the final contract that, that they offered him was like basically a supermax contract, basically, within, within yeah. the PSG team. And he's rejected both. So I think it's an element of pride from the PSG side where they feel like unless Real Madrid are paying the... Two hundred mil, I think that's when they will listen. Otherwise, they will they will move stubborn and wait and and you know yeah. get rid of him on the free. I think they'll yeah. they'll take it. It's all, it's all pride, man. I think.
1: Yeah, I think that's definitely the element because one thing to consider here is that they're, obviously they're owned by the Qatar royal family, right? Mm. And Qatar are hosting the World Cup next year. Now yeah. you've got Messi and Neymar already, probably as your big like selling points. Like our athletes are. Like representing Qatari, but if you can bring your club a Champions League six months before your World Cup starts, like yeah. just as a like influence type thing, like that is huge for them. That just as a marketing thing. Yeah. So
0: it's, it's interesting to see, man. How this
1: will. Two days left. Um, yeah. What do I don't you think? think- you I, I I just don't see a move of that intensity going. Hmm. Like if if PSG could line up Haaland. Or I, to be fair yeah only Harland really I see as a replacement like yeah we could buy Haaland with the Mbappe money then I could see it happening but two days for a deal of that scope that magnitude I don't mm. see it happening I think it's just too late in the window for that sort of stuff but that's what R- Madrid wanted they wanted to unsettle him
0: yeah yeah but then then I'm gonna come back to this is there then a small small glimmer of hope for Liverpool if this if, yeah. it, if, it, if, it, if, it, if it becomes a thing now nah, listen if it becomes a thing where he's a free agent. So the highest, obviously we're not going to pay the highest wages. So the person, the team that can convince him wins. The
1: the problem (laughs) you're going to have with that is just the fact that Mbappe's in love with Madrid. Like he, I was reading up, he went on a tour of their facilities in 2013 done by Zidane and they offered him to join then, but Monaco like guaranteed him first team football. So he obviously went that and it was the right decision. Mm. Then when PSG bought him, Madrid had an offer accepted but that was just after they won their Champions League with Bale, Benzema and Ronaldo I can't Mm. remember which one it was exactly I think it was one in Cardiff against Atleti Mm. that might not have been the exact one I might be getting my ears wrong here and Zizan was honest to him and said, I can't bench one of these guys for you. You're going to have to come here and prove it. Whereas PSG obviously went, yeah, you're going to be the top dog. Yeah, yeah. So there, there is that case of maybe feels a disrespect, but I think Mbappe's in love with Madrid. Yeah, like, I think he loves that badge, that shirt, be- seeing it on him. And I, that just emotional pull, coupled with the fact that Florentino Perez is obsessed with the kid, it seems. Mm. like Angelotti was told, we're getting rid of Ramos and we're getting rid of Varane and we're taking offers and all these other players because I need them back. The re- It doesn't matter who we need to get rid of to get this kid in. Mm. So I think if he goes, it's a 1% chance he goes anywhere else than Madrid.
0: Yeah, facts, facts. To be honest, yeah, I'm still clinging on, clinging on, Lotto, <laughs> man. But let's see, man. The, the thing is, the only thing that we've got going for us is Klopp. It's, just, yeah. Klopp. it's just the manager. That's it. But other than that, yes. No, yeah. It's what it is, man. <laughs> but talking about Madrid then, Looking at Madrid now and the overall state of La Liga, what will he bring to the league and team if he goes there? Because then well, that's a...
1: He's the new star, isn't he? he? I mean, they've lost Ronaldo. They've now just lost Messi. He's the, he goes in there. He immediately becomes the best player in arguably the second best league in yeah. the world. So he's their new star. They'll base everything around him. like He's the modern day Galactico. Like he, the pressure rises immensely there because it's not PSG where you get to have weeks off. Like La Liga is quite a competitive league, and especially with Madrid being arguably the biggest club in the world, they're about to move into the new Bernabeu. Like it's massive for him, but he is built for that. He is built for that, and I can only see him succeeding. But the Real Madrid team is old. It is an old team, and they need to revamp. And
0: I think they still need to build around him, man. But I don't think I don't. I think he. I think he's calm with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Keep he'll make things
1: happen, which is the mm-hmm. thing they need. So it will be good to see him. Like I, I want him out of that Farmers League. I want him playing in a competitive league, week in, week out.
0: Exactly. He would suit the Premier man. No, oh, he Before. would.
1: He'd be disgusting in the Premier League.
0: Awesome. All right, Let's me- let's move on to you know a former star boy and uh, one of the one of the football greats um, who has moved to the Premier League. Um, Friday or Thursday. Uh, news broke out that City were after Ronaldo and that they were quite close of signing him. Um, he said he's calling it quits at Juve. City looked to be the lone front runners to sign him, and then United came into the fold, and he put pen to paper at United. So, to you, I think this happened all on Friday, Thursday night to Friday the whole day. Mm-hmm. Did this come as a shock to you? How did you? How did you experience it did. this? It,
1: mad. it did. Like so. Firstly, Ronnie calling quits on Juve, Just he knows that move was the mistake. Like that, yeah. that. was a wasted three years for him. I mean, he's obviously won their gone boot what two three years in a row. Like he's won Syria, but he hasn't won the Champions League, and that's yeah. the only that's thing. What, he that's cared what they're boring
0: for,
1: yeah. Yeah. So him, I mean, at least he's not sunk another year into it. He's called it quits, and for all intents and purposes, it looked like City, right? Mm. But then. It makes sense that United came out of this full press. Like United as a club could not let Ronaldo ah, join them. Never. If they let him join, oh my God. Like there bro. would have been chaos. 100, 100. That's why, I was, bro.
0: I was, I was even shook, man. I don't know what the United fans would do, but oh, that would have been chaos, man. And God. President Char wouldn't have come on this pod. For month. <laughs> but, but I'd, I'd even, i don't even know what the thought process. Maybe he's 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 just trying to win the Champions League for a club that's struggling to win the Champions League. I don't know that that's his aim right now. Going to UVA and then going to City, I'm not sure. I, th- I think I don't know what just, the full process was, man, because
1: you know how it is in in, in the Premier in England. Yeah, I think with Juve, the move was because Allegri had just gotten to what two years, I um, mean three Champions mm. League finals. Like he was making them a proper European power, but then obviously that went down, and then. You think of City, like they need that strike up. Well, people are going to argue if they need that elite number nine, but Pep surely thinks they need that elite number nine. They they do, man. I believe
0: so too, man.
1: Ronaldo would have had like imagine De Bruyne and Grealish playing balls into him. Like they would have created every chance under the sun for him to tap it in. Mm. But the emotional pull, like you were read I was reading up on it and the amount of people involved in United, you had Fergie calling the board of directors Whoa. saying you cannot let this happen. You've got Rio Ferdinand and Patrice Evra messaging him until like 2 a.m. in the morning telling him to leave. You've got Rooney making public statements as the derby manager going there. Yeah,
0: like, man. Bro, it was, a, like,
1: it was nuts. <laughs> they they put under our, dress, <laughs> man. <laughs> I mean that that's what it was. It was a war for them. Like and they could not they could not lose it. And fair play to United, they made they did what they need to do like spending what is it 15 million euro on him like for a player of that impact it's obviously a bargain. Mm. The wages are sky high. I think I've seen it reported at 500k a week. He's he's like, taking
0: a pay cut though to 380,000. 380,
1: 380. Yeah. Oh, yeah he's oh, taking a pay cut. cut. Oh 500 right. right. sure. yeah. fair enough like but that that shows that he's committed but then that raises mm. the stakes for United. Like we we got to
0: we got to we got to talk about that man but that definitely raises the stake for you. Whether, whether they like it or not because I know that Gary Neville, they're they trying yeah. to paper whether they like it or not, man. You've got Champions League Varane and Champions League, Mr. Champions League
1: himself. Yeah, come you, on, man. You have, you have to do better this year. And well, we'll see if they do it. But then the thing is for United as well, just to find a final point, it's already paid off for them. Like, I saw something like so they've got the most like sports tweet ever now. Yeah. I know that obviously doesn't pay for itself, but it just shows the amount of. Hole and influence that Ronaldo has, and then mm. the stock market, their price rose by 200 million. Mad, like Mad. that's that pays crazy. crazy, crazy numbers. So, mm. big pressure on him. We'll see how they do.
0: How excited are you then for him to actually just away from United, but for him to be in the Premier League again? The last dance, as they call it.
1: Yeah, as a football fan, it's a much better narrative than going to see, yeah. Like, facts. It, 100% like him going home, like returning, seeing what he can do. But as a Chelsea fan, I hate it. Like, it is a <laughs> great move for him. But at the same time, you pr- you apply a little bit of logic. It wasn't a need. Like, it, hi- it highlights his strength. It doesn't fix the weaknesses in that
0: squad. Yeah. yeah. And it will show it today as well. Was a-
1: yeah. Ole, as well, wants to press higher. Ronaldo does not press, he does not move for that press. So you're gonna Ollie's gonna have to work around his tactics. Now obviously there are a lot worse players you'd want to move your tactics around than yeah. Ronaldo, but it's gonna it's gonna be interesting because he comes in and he is the alpha dog of that team
0: now. Yep. He's gonna take the pants, he's gonna take the free kicks. Oh, um, those,
1: those Ronaldo sky high free kicks. I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing them again.
0: So yeah, it'll be interesting the dyna- it will be interesting to see the dynamics within that team now to see how they will cope. But it raises it raises their level, man. I must yeah, say, 100%. that
1: makes him a lot more fearsome.
0: Well, what do you expect from him, numbers-wise?
1: I expect the golden boot. Like, yeah? I, yeah, I mean, he's a kid that, ever since he's left United, he hasn't scored less than a goal a game. Mm. Like, I, I, I I, think that is the standard he'll set for himself. Like, yeah. I saw Lukaku, and Lukaku would be the same. He sets himself the golden boot. You'll see like Salah would do. Mm. Like, Ronaldo, he's going to have all the opportunities in the world. And, that's what he should be saying. Like he's putting that side to score goals and to score yeah. important goals as well. To, so to
0: add 20 to 30 goals to their team. So
1: easy, 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 easy.
0: Tight man, it's tight. Easy. All right, man. Let's get on with the shits then. Um, because obviously, besides actually, no, no, let's not get in with the shits yet. Because <laughs> other than the transfer Wahala bullshit, there was also a Champions League draw for those for the yes. for those interested, for those involved. Um, let me start with. Let me go through all the groups actually. Um, Group A Man City, PSG, Leipzig, and Club Bruges. What are we saying about that group, Jake?
1: I mean, it's the best tie in the, in the whole draw, isn't it? City, yeah. Paris, like PSG, sorry. I mean, Messi versus Pep. It's just those are the two proper like oil club teams i know obviously chelsea are included that as well but these are the two like new like the 2010s were dominated by both of them mm. it's going to be some great games there. and then red bull leipzig fantastic team
0: dark horses like, yeah they can cause some troubles club
1: like then they are going to play <laughs> some nice football club bruges i mean they should be finishing on zero points let's be <laughs> fair they, they should be yeah. the they it's unfortunate for them, but they'll get some, they'll get to pay, nah, nah, they'll get
0: They'll get their young 30 million for participating in the group stages, exactly. you know. Exactly,
1: yeah, but that is probably it's not the most even group, but those the top two, and then you include Leipzig a little bit, they are going to be some great, great games for neutrals,
0: yeah. Facts. Um, and then group B, we've got Atletico Madrid, Liverpool, FC Porto, and AC Milan, which which sounds on paper a lot more balanced and tricky, yeah. Tricky I mean, group that is. Groups.
1: Four European powers, right there. Mm. Like, obviously, they they are different levels of power. Like, you think Atletico and Liverpool, like they're going to be some great ties. But then Porto and Milan, that's no pushovers. There's no yeah. resting for those games. Like, and they are some fearsome venues. Like, going away to the San 0 isn't an easy game. Yep. Like that, that again, four. I fans. think, I think really-
0: all, all home games, all all places are like daunting. Athletic, mm. Wonder, Metropolitano M- M- Anfield. Um, Stadio Dragao and San Siro are peak, peak away games, bro. So, like, it's going to be good games,
1: man. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Really looking forward to watching those games. And then
0: Group C, uh, no English team, but we've got Sporting Portugal, Borussia Dortmund, Ajax and Besiktas, which is also, I think all four teams are, like, on the same level-ish.
1: Yeah, Yeah, very even. I mean, Dortmund really here should be looking to dominate this group. Mm. But you know they're going to slip up. (laughs) Like <laughs> there is just, I don't know where they'll slip up. I look at that group and think it could be easily like, one of those groups that they all finish between some like twelve to six points. Like yeah. it will be a tight, tight group. It will be there a won't tight be group man. for the last game.
0: Yeah, facts. And then we got Group D, um, Inter Milan, Real Madrid, Shakhtar Donetsk, and I don't know if they're newcomers, but Sheriff Tirospor.
1: Yeah, that's. I mean, pretty that's pretty really Inter, Inter Milan, but then. Inter and Real sorry but Inter last season they bottled it and they've got weaker Mm -hmm. now this is probably an easy group because they had Madrid last year didn't they with um who was it it was Mönchengladbach and some I can't remember who the other team was I think
0: Slavia Prague or something yeah I think
1: so I'm not sure so it will be it will be an interesting group I mean Inter versus Real on paper that sounds like a really good game and I think they are quite evenly matched. like it depends on who actually is playing for them because I know both are facing injury troubles and whatnot and but again it like the, the whole theme of this champions league draw is because of the way pots 1 and 2 were laid out they were going to yep. be really balanced and interesting groups I, I
0: think i think this champions league group draw or in general has, has been in, in, some interesting ties man mm, like in all 100%. the groups there's always the, there's always one group that's the deadest, but we'll, we'll get onto that so obviously <laughs> group e fc bayern München, barcelona benfica and Dynamo kiev i mean yeah also I mean, straightforward.
1: Yeah, buying should be more, well. I don't know. Like, this is the thing I think with Barca. I think they could easily be in for a bottle year. Like oh, losing, are you sure? I, th- I
0: don't know. It's you good. know, I think without the messy, without the messy, without Messi, the big big name, Messi being in the team, they can play maybe a bit more freer. Memphis yeah. is scoring. Um,
1: It's one of those things. I think they're going to grow throughout the year, but especially at the beginning, it's very much you don't have your talisman to bring you out. Whereas once they get used to each other, there'll be a lot more. But I think especially at the start, like the first couple of game weeks, they could dig themselves in a hole that they could potentially not get out of. They need to start well. Because the better they start, the easier it will be, which is obvious to say. But they could really bury themselves first two weeks. Like They need to get to that buying game and be like in a good position
0: be ready cuz they'll get spanked mm-hmm. i watched um, um benfica came through through like the playoffs mm-hmm. um they played they played against psv and um psv both i think both games psv absolutely dominated them and yeah so i would not be surprised if benfica ends up with zero points cuz i was not impressed with them whatsoever and i did not even think they deserve to be here um so yeah that's just a little background but Fair yeah enough. but yeah it's a, it's a very experienced team lots of old heads so you know
1: definitely maybe because definitely. of
0: that but i don't see it man they didn't deserve to be here <laughs> let's go group f um villarreal man united atalanta bergamo and young boys atalanta
1: the top that group <laughs> uh, no, over, I
0: mean, over showtime united yeah
1: Hey, hey! United can't <laughs> even beat Villarreal, so let's <laughs> now. Nah, but Atalanta, like they are, I do the best team to watch. Like yeah. they are brilliant to watch. They're so like they're so attacking. They're so bold, and they do generally score goals. I think they win that group. I really do. I think Villarreal. The second, the second
0: is between Villarreal United or has United got it?
1: Oh, I think United have got it. I think, don't get me wrong, they didn't beat Villarreal in that Europa League final, but they have obviously improved. And they, like, United should win that group, right? Yeah. Let's be fair. That's But they're
0: right. always, group just United, they're always. Eh.
1: Yeah, they do, they do like to fumble it a little bit, but I just, I love Atalanta. And that might be my love for them that's probably overshadowing my logic. But yeah. I think Atalanta could definitely cause them problems.
0: Yeah. I think all these teams, actually, obviously, Young Boys, Swiss team, they, they, um, they're the name that you'll think like, yeah, they're pushovers or rollovers, but they—they are—they're pretty good footballing, well coached team. You know, well coached yeah. teams. Yeah, they're well coached away, but at home, exactly at home, well,
1: it's,
0: a, it's a different different fish. Mm-hmm. All right, Group G, um, the deadliest group: Lille, Sevilla, Red Bull Salzburg, and Football Club Wolfsburg. I mean,
1: it's it's the most even group, so probably like, but they're going to be even in terms of not entertaining games as like one-ones yeah. all over the draw. They'd
0: be happy with our group, each team, to be honest.
1: Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. Like, no big names. Like, you feel like you can go away and have a game against all of them. I think Seville should probably win this group. Yeah. But then, second and third is, and fourth is anyone's choice right there, yeah. which is exciting in its own way. But I like, say, I think it's going to be a lot of boring draws or like yeah. what, close games, but not tense. Yeah. Facts,
0: and then obviously the last group, your club, Chelsea, UV, Zenit, St. Petersburg, and Malmo.
1: I personally, like as a Chelsea fan, I think given that, especially given that Ronnie's now left, I think we should be getting 18 points.
0: I, like, what do you want to put your money where your mouth is? Or?
1: <laughs> no, no, I have got a problem man. with it. No, but like genuinely, like I think Malmo. They should be ran over. Yeah, home Zenit, away, man. Six points. That's six Zenit points. Then it's yeah. a hard away game. But again, I think a team of Chelsea's quality should be able to go away and win that game.
0: You know that Zenit um, game, yeah? That <laughs> that 6pm uh, kickoff.
1: You know the are rushing <laughs> yeah. when it gets dark quick. And then Juve, I mean, they've lost Ronaldo. They are yeah, they're, fading faster yeah. at the minute. Like, and I mean, their team, like they're ran by Weston McKinney. A, U- a USA center Mid. like yeah. it's. We should be going away to the old lady, and if we don't get a win, get a draw. Like sixteen points is the bare minimum for me.
0: I watched them yesterday against Empoli. They lost that game, and um, yeah, absolutely no outlet. They're still spraying balls into the box as if Ronaldo's still there. Meanwhile, it's Kabala. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, that yeah, you should you should on paper beat them, and I think yeah, that, that's so- the expectation. In your opinion, man, out of the English teams, who are the winners and losers?
1: Um, I think Liverpool, judging by this, is a loser just because they get the harder draw. And then you'd say City as well, just for drawing PSG. PSG, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Man United, I think they are a winner because you've got young boys who they should be beating. Atlanta are going to be a hard game. As There's not, that's no
0: that's not heritage in their group, so I would yeah. call them the winners. Yeah. Apart from them, there's Villarreal, Atlanta, young boys, they're not... Yeah. They're not really heritage. Yeah, and then real actually Europa League,
1: maybe. Yeah, I mean you've got Emre who's the Europa League king, but he can't do anything in the Champions League. And then you've got, I mean, Chelsea are a clear winner. Like Zenit and Malmo. I know Zenit's a harder away game, but they like say I think 16 points is the bare minimum for them. And um, who do you think is gonna win it? Is Chelsea gonna defend their crown or um, I really want to... that too. I think they're, I think they're a clear contender. I think they are. Mm. I think it's them, City, PSG. I think they're the, they're the runaway front three, not the runaway sorry front three, but like they're the clearer front three. Mm. I think you, you could obviously pick a load of different teams like Bayern are a fantastic front starting eleven, for, but but mm. their depth isn't as great as it has been in recent years. Obviously Liverpool, they've almost been forgotten about a little bit, but we all know their heritage in the Champions League that We could easily see them do bits. Like you think of a surprise team, you're thinking of someone like Dortmund, powered bro, by Haaland In last you season, have, you haven't mentioned
0: United, man. Champions League Varane, Champions League Ronaldo, bro. That that is the expectation they've got to deliver.
1: <laughs> like that, it is. But again, to be honest, like,
0: to be honest, man. To be honest, I think for some reason they will do well in the champ. They will do better in the Champions League than in the league.
1: That's a think? fair point. I can see where you're coming from there. But, that, I think so. Me, their, their lack of a DM kills them. Yeah. I really think their lack of a. I've said it for weeks now. Like they needed to sign a DM. They still haven't. It doesn't look like they're going to. But
0: McTominay, McTominay and Fred should be okay in uh, Europe, right? Or no? Uh, I mean, <laughs> no comment. <laughs> mad, mad. all right, let's move on then. Let's 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 truly get with the shits then. Obviously, there's also some football this weekend as the Premier League entered in game week three and our respective teams battled it to enter the W Hotel. Um, let's start with the lunchtime kickoff, man. Arsenal came oh. into the game with a six-zip pamming against West Brom. Skits. Uh, full of confidence, of course. just It was just a confidence boost the game. Uh, I, even knew, I even knew people that put 20 pounds on Arsenal to beat City. But <laughs> zero points, zero goals in the league. I know it's only game week three, Jake. And they've only... They've played... Two of potential champions already. I'm just adding context. But should Arsenal be worried?
1: Yes. Like, it's <laughs> it's one thing to play teams like City and Chelsea and lose, but at least like put up an effort. Mm. The problem is, is that City and Chelsea, neither of them had to get out of second gear to do what yep. they did to Arsenal. Bro,
0: City weren't even in first gear, bro.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what that team selection. That team selection for Arsenal was horrific. A back five consisting of Cedric, Chambers, Holding, Kalash, and Action Tierney. Tierney is the only defender that's above a relegation Premier League level Perhaps. in that back five. It was, but horrible.
0: even, but even him, like defensively, I'm not, I'm not sure about him, man.
1: <laughs> think, going forward, yeah. sure. I, I think he feels like he has to cover a lot. And that, like, if he had, he had if he had people that were better next to him, he would look a lot better. But that's to each his own thing. The worst thing about that team selection, though, it, somehow worse than that back five was playing Odegaard and Smithrow and Center mid, whichever one they did, because I couldn't figure out for the life of me which one was actually dropping deeper. Because they were both alternating dropping deep. But how can you just expect a defence that is that bad to be protected by those midfielders? Yeah, it, man. That was a horrible, horrible team selection by our letter. And... Like their press was abysmal. It was, <laughs> it, like, was it was, it was non existent, fella. No, it <laughs> was, it, that was. I, I almost feel sorry, almost because you still have to it's love not, watching Arsenal lose.
0: But, yeah, I know, but it's not the Arsenal that we know, right? Because even I think Arsenal were like for a long time, like, you know, they were the ops, but they were most, of, most of the neutrals' favorites. And even like in a neutral game, you would like. Arsenal because they they usually played a good football under Wenger in his early years. But now they're far
1: from that. Far from that. It's poor, man. Well, that weekend or this weekend was the 10-year anniversary of them losing 8-2 to United. Yeah. And this weekend they lost 5-0. And do you know what makes this even worse is that in that 8-2 game, I think United had 25 shots, Arsenal had 20. This 5 0 game, City had 25 shots to Arsenal's one. One. (laughs) That is like damning. That's damning. I wish Toast was here because he could rant better than I can on this (laughs) because I don't care enough. But it was pathetic. Yeah. That is Like you look at every single one of those players and not one of them came out with like a positive thing to say, really. It was just utterly pathetic. It wasn't even a case of effort at the end. Yeah.
0: they were just in their team in team their, team in, team their team. in their in their defense, they will they will tell you that they're missing players. Uh, Thomas Partey on Friday was at the Burner Boy concert, and on Saturday he was at the Yarm Festival at Clapham Common. So I <laughs> I don't know what's going on over there, but that guy does not look injured. But he's just in, he's literally left Atletico, came to London, and just enjoying life, basically. Yeah.
1: Collect their paycheck. Like, Collect yeah. a
0: paycheck. and just live in the London life, man.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, Arsenal will get players back and they won't look as bad, but they've got a really nice couple of fixtures coming up. Where I say yeah. nice, they've got relegation battles coming up. <laughs>
0: but, like, yeah. Is it is it beyond them? Let's keep it. Let's keep it a buck. Is it beyond them? I Would think
1: it? they're going to struggle to beat eighth. Like, they are going to struggle to beat their eighth from last year, the mm. way they're playing right now. They could obviously go on a run, but their problem is it's just. Like, I just hate watching them. I That's, really so hate so, them. so
0: in your opinion, what's what's the main issue then with Arsenal? Personnel or manager? Because Guardiola still monitor. insists after beating them 5-0 without getting into first gear that Arteta's a fantastic manager.
1: So what is it? It's it's definitely the manager. Like I that they he, they've regressed. They have regressed. Like let's go back to the FA Cup run. They beat City and they beat Chelsea, right? Mm. And they deserved to beat them. That's the yep. main thing. It wasn't a case of like Chelsea played them twice last year, lost both games. And you could easily argue that Chelsea deserve to win both games. Now it's the mm-hmm. Premier League. You don't deserve to win anything. You win it or you lose it. But Arsenal were actually putting in performances when Arteta first came in. They're not doing that anymore. They don't look good. Like you think of the Brentford game. Now, Brentford were obviously up for it. It's their first game at home in the Premier League since, what, the 1940s? Something like that. Mm-hmm. But they just capitulated. Yep. That's what they've done. They haven't put up a fight. And that stems from the manager. Like we're seeing reports that are calling players only meetings. Like, yeah, <laughs> why? You're not doing anything. Like, but hey. it, it's beyond the manager at this point. But Arsenal fans are screaming, yeah, we're getting Conte. Why the <laughs> fuck would Antonio Conte, one of the best managers in the world, go to that pile of shit at the minute? Especially
0: after they've already spent 150 million or so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And
1: like I get the Arsenal strategy. I've said this all the time I get the Arsenal strategy of buying younger players but the mm. players they're going for for the prices they're paying are awful they don't solve the problems they need to like Ben White for 50 million it's disgusting and yet Ramsdale for what was it 24 with six in add-ons mm. that is horrendous that is a horrendous signing for that yeah. for that value he could come good but you're telling me that Aaron Ramsdale was a better keeper than Emmy Martinez
0: for me for me like I don't understand the strategy at all I'm more I'm more of a fan of like buying ready-made starters yeah instead of instead of like for for those prices I'm talking about yeah. instead of buying think... Ramsdale for 32 and then having him as a backup that doesn't make sense to me the Thomas yeah. Party signing and I think um, who else who are what? What were first team? They signed someone else, like Thomas Pau, as an, Let me use him as an example. That's a that's a good signing. That's someone you sign. He's obviously improving your team, and he's starting week in week out. Yeah, that's the signings they need to they need to make. Not really the the Tavares guy. Uh, Sambi, I see his point. He's a talent, so that great that you got there first. But Ramsdale didn't doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, you rather, rather buy ready made. Sorry, you rather buy ready made players. And then if they're shit, you degrade them to being bench players. If anything, you get me. But
1: yeah, yeah, it's just they're paying the English tax when they don't need to. That's what it boils down to. And then you think like Willian's now left the club, right? Fantastic. Mm. But we have to focus that narrative, right? Willian has left. It isn't that Arsenal have got rid of him because Mm -hmm. Willian has chosen tearing up a 240 grand deal a week for two more years, which is worth more than 20 million. He is he would rather go to Corinthians and play for 70% less than play for Arsenal on that money, bro. You know,
0: you know, citizenship, citizenship.
1: Confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's done the job he needed to, but yeah, like that, that just speaks to Arsenal at the minute. Like, if it's you or me, like, personally, if it's me, I'm sticking around. I'll train as hard as I can. If I get in the team, great. If he doesn't want to play me, fine, but I will happily. Continue making nearly a million a month, <laughs> and it just speaks to Arsenal's mismanagement. Yeah,
0: man. Let's let's talk about City real quick. Back to back five no wins at the Etihad against poor teams, mind, but yeah. still has to be done. Um, my agenda that they need a striker looking like it's in a mud, man. Or no, nah, what, what do you what do you think? I what think did you make of? If did you watch the game? What did you make? Of, I, what did you make of them?
1: City look good, but Arsenal are bad. um, That is the thing. And the thing is, so Ferran Torres against Norwich was pretty poor, in my opinion. He was Mm -hmm. very much, unless he was, he wasn't making the off the run movements. He wasn't linking up the play. He looked like a square peg in a round hole. Mm -hmm. Against Arsenal, he was like, Pep compared him to Jamie Vardy. (laughs) But it was a right comparison in terms of the runs he was making and what he was doing. Like he was, he was really causing that Arsenal defense problems. But there's a re again. There's a reason why Peppers went so hard for Harry Kane. There's a reason they tried to get Ronaldo. They know that when they're going to play City, sorry, when they're going to play Chelsea, Liverpool, United, Ferran Torres and Gabi Jesus aren't going to cut it up top. And I can easily see De Bruyne going back to false nine in those games, hundred percent. So I was impressed by them, but you're playing against a ten man Arsenal team in the absolute gutter for (laughs) sixty minutes, like. I mean, when that red card first happened, we were all saying there should be more than se- six or seven. Mm-hmm. Like, 5 0 is almost like them just taking that. Like, they didn't need to get out of second game. They did. Like, they look very good there. Obviously, going to challenge for the title. But if they fall short, we all know where they're going to fall short. Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
0: All right, man. Let's move over to the next two um, um, title contenders. Um, Battled it out yesterday at Anfield. What did you make of the game overall from from a Chelsea's perspective?
1: We were brilliant. I think I can easily say that we were brilliant. First half, I think Liverpool had a couple of opportunities. Like you think of that Henderson over the top three ball. Uh, that
0: was, I knew uh, it's continuum. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> that, he should have done so much better with that. Obviously, the gold mouth scramble corner at the end with all the big controversy, which we'll go in a minute, but I think mm. Chelsea were good value for that lead mm-hmm. and looked like they were gonna score more than Liverpool. Like obviously the Havertz header had a degree of fortune with it. Like that sort of contact looping over Allison. Yeah. He, he Hell that was a tactic. Like Robertson there has some serious questions to be asked of him. Yeah, like that is his cool. area. And it because, was poor cool overall man. Yeah to oh not to not even like block him off fair enough you're gonna play zonal. But Havertz didn't even run into that area. He mm. walked there. Like that is that is where you've got to look at your, whoever's organising set pieces of Liverpool and go, who the fuck decided that was going to how, be how he did it? And
0: you're not letting Haz, ha, um what's his name? What's his name? Havard, um, looping a header like that.
1: Yeah, Havard is a good player.
0: I like, I've always liked him. But, you know, let 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 it be Lukaku for, so so that I can be like, okay, it's Lukaku. Let it be like, what's his name? Rudigo or someone. Yeah. Well, not Havertz, man. That's what made it even more frustrating, man, for me.
1: And then on the counter, like we had multiple three on threes where we just played the wrong ball, or Mount absolutely destroyed Trent. He would have destroyed anyone. That isn't an anti Trent thing. But Mm. he like he moved him away at that point and put it wide. Like we were Mm. looking really good. Then obviously the corner happens where the golf mouth scramble and Reese James handball it on the line. My view on that is that it was a fair decision. And my reason for that is that, and I've said this for years, and it's usually about fouls, but it obviously applies to handballs as well. Is that if you give, if you give, the ref a chance to send you off, you can't blame you gave,
0: him. Yeah, you gave the ref a decision to make. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, he obviously didn't mean to do it. Like it's a natural movement; he's not really in control of it. But you've given Jake, him the chance to send him off.
0: Jake, I've seen, I've seen it so many times, right? Yeah. And even it, when it happened in a group chat, I was like defending myself because even after the two first first couple of replays you can see him actually because look it came off his thigh but it was ricocheting into the goal yes or no
1: yeah it was it
0: was exactly so he his his hand you can see that his hand he's moving he's putting his hand in a position to actually guide it away it's not like it it tapped his hand from the from the um from his knee because it was it was going in but you yeah. can see that he's moving his hand, and that's what that's what makes it a red card for me because it's yeah. not like accidental. You get me? Um,
1: I think for me, it's just where it happens. If it mm. happens pretty well, a lot of other places in the pitch, it's not a red. But because it's on the goal line again, like I yeah, said, but that's you, the rule.
0: That's the rule, yeah. isn't it?
1: Yeah, that's the right. rule. and that that's why I'm not too angry with it because mm. even though it's inadvertent from his side, you've given the ref an opportunity to send you off. It's unfortunate, but you can't complain. My yeah. issue. Is Alonso heading it out of Mendy's hands? That <laughs> hit me off nowhere. Like you, he's obviously calling it. You can see Mendy calling it, and he still heads it out. And that what causes the, all the issues. Now Alonso, to his credit, second half was brilliant. Was one of our best players, yeah, if not was. our best player. But that's what causes the goal, and he has to be accountable for that. And he made up for the second half with the way him and the whole team defended. Because as much as Chelsea were great, Liverpool attacking the cup end with a man advantage and they didn't create one clear-cut opportunity. I'm sorry, but that is horrible from Liverpool. And there needs to be an inquisition as to how the hell they didn't do anything. Because they did not look good. Uh,
0: yeah, I agree. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, from my perspective, I think the first off, um, it was quite... An, even battle especially after the 1-0 that's when liverpool started playing and the one the, the equalizer was was in the air if i felt like it was going to come um the, the the way it happened I was like yeah but i always felt confident yeah we're going to at least score the equalizer that happened um Reece james got sent off just before the second half so obviously naturally you're facing the cup end we're going all guns blazing we did that but Chelsea were very, very organized, very, very organized at the back. Very um, you know, you're not letting us play play through the middle, you're not letting us letting our players go in behind. So we act, we were actually resorting into doing a long ball shooting from distance. So obviously Fabinho did a couple of times. Robertson, the half volley, um who else? Van Dyke and Van Dijk as well.
1: And Henderson uh, nearly curled it in top corner as well.
0: Yeah, so the, the you know we had we had a couple of opportunities, like half opportunities from distance, but like you said, no clear cut chances where where you know where we carved you guys open or something. Yeah, and you
1: were and Expected I, to score. That's exactly. my
0: thing. That's that's what I'm saying. I I thought we would score. I thought we were good value to score the two one as well, but that didn't happen. I thought Chelsea were yeah, you were good and you were good value for the draw in the end and it was a, it was a good point from you guys. Um,
1: this is the thing and I, like, second half, we had the better opportunity, like, the best opportunity the second half was the Kovacic one-on-one and that was yeah. one, that was a bad touch from him when he got into the box but if he takes a better touch there, that is a...
0: That's to be expected though, like, in terms of the context. Yes, you can be suffocated in, in the other sense but as well, you guys have a, you, you guys have a sprint team as well so... Yeah, if you get the ball you just hoof it forward and then boom
1: it's long it it got long a few times yeah like like I say I think for me Klopp needs to be asking serious questions of his players and himself as to how there wasn't like not the fact that you didn't score like that can happen you can miss chances but just the fact that a a complete lack of a click opportunity it was for me like Robertson his first game back from injury. He shouldn't have started. He should have. A, we should have started Yeah. And then so I think losing Firmino was quite big because he was looking really good. I thought. I thought he yeah. was linking and playing nicely. And Hotta did nothing. Like, I think I he think, won one header. Yeah,
0: that that header was poor as well. I think Mane was absolutely. I think. I think we need to start talking about Mane, man, and his his world class winger title maybe stripped off him because he was also a non factor yesterday. Mm. Definitely. And and the, and the weekend before,
1: so I'm I'm looking at him sideways, low key, man. He he deserves the questions to be asked because obviously it's a, like you can have a bad year, fair enough, and obviously COVID and everything around it. Like you can get those not excuses but reasons, but that you have to have an eye at him now because everyone has an eye on Firmino. Everyone's had an eye on him because of his goal-scoring record. Mm. Even though, despite what else he provokes, their team and but Man has man been been then.
0: receiving grace. Yeah, so I'm 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 gonna be looking at him now, man. I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna be looking at him. I'm stripping that World Class style of him, man. If he if he continues, okay.
1: there we go. I think because <laughs> we did our combined eleven on Twitter, mm-hmm. and we were discussing it beforehand, and like there was four Chelsea players in there, and I was sat there going through man for man, because i was like, I know I can fit in one, but I can't fit in where. And I, I couldn't really get myself to put in one more over them. So the four we had him were Thiago Silva, which now I'm looking at it, I think Rudiger probably deserves it a bit more, or Aspi, but that's either or. Eugenio, Kante and Lukaku. I was looking at Mane and going, I don't know anymore. I don't know anymore. So we'll have to see how he does because he could all, he could come back and have an absolute stormer. Like That's the type of player Mane yeah. is. Yeah. But he definitely... He definitely has more scrutiny coming his way.
0: Yep, for sure, man. Um, so from from your perspective then, um, Liverpool obviously we, we have like our strongest eleven, it's probably one of the strongest elevens in the world. Mm-hmm. But do you think, like just looking at yesterday's game, of course it's, Ch- it's against Chelsea, good team, but do you think a bit more depth is required for us to go all the way, or do you expect us to give us give it a proper go, providing mm-hmm. everyone stays fit?
1: Yeah, see that that's the question, isn't it? It's like if you stay fit, you're gonna be fine. You're gonna have a really good challenge, but you can't hold that in football, especially at the level that Liverpool and Chelsea play at and City and United, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, yeah. Where you're playing games every three days. You need that depth. And up front you've got four. Then you like after Hota, Mane, Firmino and Salah, you are looking bare bones, like playing Divog. Then
0: it's Minamino and Divok Origi. The yeah. quality is so yeah. It's too much, man. The drop Yeah, like you too can much. promote
1: Harvey Elliott forward and he looked really good. Like, Well, no, yeah. sorry. I'll take that back. I don't think he looked really good, but he looked at home. Yeah. That was the important thing. For a man of his age, he did look really good. He looked at home. Mm. He will continue to improve and get better and put more of an impact on it. But he, just he, didn't to, he, needs, he just needs to get a bit more decisive, man. That's yeah. all. And, he, and he's playing an unfamiliar role, like playing right mm-hmm. centre mid. Like that's not something he's played before. So he's got to adapt to that as well. But yeah. he looked good. Um, center mids, obviously you have a lot of depth, but yeah. I mean, there has to be questions asked why Tiago isn't starting these games. Like I get the whole, he's coming back from injury, but you've rushed Robertson back, but you're not rushing Tiago back. back. And Tiago yeah. would have been perfect that game. That's the game where breaking down a defense with those passes through the middle. I mean, he, he came, he came in and, was it's also nothing. doing his sideway passes, did nothing yeah.
0: as well. But yeah. I don't know if that was because he was on the bench, but I don't know. So,
1: but yeah, like, center mid, I think you do have decent depth. But then, like, let's be fair. Center back, you have great depth. Left back, you now have really good depth because Shime Kass has proved himself. But mm. right back, if Trent gets injured,
0: <laughs> I, I will Gomez, you. I think Gomez goes there.
1: It's not, it's not going to be Nico Williams, man. The problem there, then, for me, is that like your game changes, with Trent.
0: yeah, it changes. Trent. It changes immediately because yeah. Gomez is not as good as going forward. But no. yeah,
1: that's that's not his game, which is fine. But Trent, Trent, I I love Trent. I really love Trent. I think he's one of the world's best footballers. Like he proved it again. Like I know defensively, everyone says it's a bit suspect, and we've seen the stats that maybe that's very much overblown. But there was again a couple of times in that Chelsea game where. Because of the way Liverpool play, he obviously plays quite narrow and upfield. Mm. Like it's not his fault; he's caught out of position. But even when he recovers, he's a bit on the back foot. Yeah, yeah. Like I think against like decent players, he's very good. But against very good players, against very
0: good players, he can he can be suspect defensively. Yeah. That's facts, yeah. man. Which, that's facts.
1: Yeah, that's not the worst but. But about.
0: at the same, but at the same time, to be completely fair to him, he has had good days against very good wingers as yeah. well. Which, yeah. Which people don't want to, you know, yeah. recognize, but how others as well.
1: So yeah, I mean, that's a very harsh nitpick, isn't it? Like, yeah, against mm. really good players, he's not that great. Like that's, I think that's a pretty. Okay but that's
0: that's most that's most. Yes,
1: yeah. exactly. So he's going to improve. He's going to look better. But yeah, for me, as a whole, I thought Chelsea were brilliant. They proved they're going to be title contenders. Like mm. the last time we had a red card, we conceded five against West Brom. This time, we conceded one against Liverpool at Anfield. That is an improvement. It just speaks to how well two girls made with this squad, especially as we lost Kante at halftime as well. So you lose your yeah. the world's best defensive midfielder. Like, it's going to be harder, but we look good. We look yeah, good. You,
0: you look. You guys look good, man. Champions. Like I said, man, it's going to be even Liverpool. Liverpool, Chelsea. Like I said, start of the season. Uh, let's move on to today's um, three PM kickoff. Then Spurs. Um, they booked the dub to qualify for the Conference League, and also early today. Dot versus Watford three out of three so far top of the league I mean did we low-key underestimate Spurs in terms of what they are still capable of bringing
1: no and my point to that is, <laughs> hey be objective bro <laughs> no,
0: no, no, no. like
1: okay well, we did underestimate them a bit but my point to them is that they've played three games and mm-hmm. so who have they played they played City City played Watford Wolves, and Watford
0: Wolves who did they play last week Wolves Was it Wolves yeah yeah, yeah
1: and they've won 1-0 in each game. They'll keep three consecutive clean sheets with Eric Dier playing centre-back. It's, it's a brilliant. achievement. <laughs> but w- the thing I do struggle to see from them is that what happens when it starts going bad. Because it will start going bad somewhere. They are going to have bad results, and they're not scoring enough. They're not creating enough at the minute. They are mm. taking their opportunities when they can get them, mm. but over a season, that doesn't work out, especially at their level. And... I think they are going to do better than what they did last year. I think they could easily challenge for fifth or sixth, as opposed to settling for seventh, which I think some people have been for. I personally had them at sixth. Mm. But I don't think they do much more. I'm going to be completely honest. I think three games in, they've proved to me that they're a lot more solid, which, Mm. considering you go from a Jose team, that's crazy to say. Mm. But they do, like, you see someone like Deli Ali sacrifice themselves for the great good for the team. Like, that speaks to Nuno's man management. But,
0: they, they, were, they were a lot more solid, but they were a lot more, how do I explain it? I think they've improved, man. I think they're a lot more solid, but they're a lot, I don't know how to explain it. Are they a lot more?
1: They're taking their chances. Right now, they're very clinical, which is great. Like, you yeah. need to keep that for the whole season. But,
0: but they season also have ahead. a plan in terms of, like, their attacking patterns when they, when they go forward. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what I'm seeing now on the Nuno, which was very, very much lacking on the Mourinho. 100%, 100%.
1: That
0: they have now. So I think if they replace Dele Alli with, I don't know who, but someone yeah. that's like that in, in that position, but creative, like a Buendia, like someone in that mould, for example. Like an Ndombele. Ndombele, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like an no, um Someone I, creative, man, that can just like, that's just sick with it and can, can offer a couple of goals as well. That's, I think that's what's missing in their first 11, man.
1: I'll tell you what, Drew, talk to me about today's game. then. what did you see from them against Watford?
0: I mean, first of all, like what uh Watford su- surprised me, but we will go on to Watford later. Spurs, I think Spurs were, were really good. Um, They uh, defended well. Watford tried to come at them with their pace and power. But eventually, it, you know, nothing, nothing happened. Joshua King started for Spurs. They also had Saar and that Dennis guy who is very tricky. I didn't expect him to play like this in the mm-hmm. Premier League. Um, Spurs, like I said, but they offer different attacking patterns with um, Bergwijn, uh, Kane, Son in like a triangle. Mm-hmm. Um, Bergwijn, he's not it, man. I mean, that's my that's my guy. <laughs> but I don't think they can. I, f- I don't think moving forward, Bergwan is the one because simply he doesn't create enough. And when he gets into positions where he should score, he misses. Um, yeah. Kane was back. Kane um, kind of flattered to deceive. He wasn't. He wasn't at his best, but obviously, he was still in August, so that will come. Son um, scored a very lucky free kick. You know them ones where it just the keeper thinks someone's gonna take a touch, but no one takes a touch, and he gets beat on the far post. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and overall, I mean, on in the defense on defensive perspective, Spurs look good and they look solid. And every time they they beat like um, um Watford's press or they they sustain their counterattacks, they had patterns. Hoiberg, Hoiberg passes it wide, even to Son or um what's the name? Uh, Bergwijn, Bergwijn quickly dashes it quickly to Kane. It, like it, it's it's all like automatic now. Yeah, it was not there on the Mourinho, and this is why I'm thinking like. Maybe they can challenge for even a top four spot because the first thing that if you can't score, you should be able to defend. They've kept them, they've kept the zero three times so far. What's that? What's there to say that they won't be, they won't do it in the future, man?
1: Yeah, I mean, the complaints about time obviously the fact that they've beaten City that is that is a big deal. They beat City one
0: in, a, in a not in a not the way Mourinho did it in a much yeah. better way. Yeah,
1: hundred percent. And you make a great point. Like, if they're not going to be able to score, they at least need to be able to defend. You're right. They look a lot more solid. They have those patterns because Mourinho was very much a if it's Kane or Son will dig us out. Like that. That was his philosophy going forward. I think they will struggle for one thing. One thing they don't have that third option right now. If Kane and Son, they obviously don't do it that often. But if they both don't turn up, who is yeah? Who is going to score that goal for them and?
0: Maybe maybe they should start starting that um that Jill, that Jill guy that they signed. Yeah.
1: He, he looks all right. He looks, he looks all right. Good. I think mean, it's gonna come a little soon for him, but he is a good signing by Spurs. And at the end of the day, like you think of Spurs before the season, like obviously Calvin would probably speak to it more, but they were probably thinking fifth or sixth, given the yeah. way that the top four had already improved themselves, right? Yeah. right. and the way the squad's convert like they don't like Larissa's fading. Their right back situation. Ugh. Their centre back situation. <laughs> ugh. Like for me, like Reguon is a good left back. I think he's going to continue to improve. I think Hoyberg is extremely underrated. I really like him as Hoiberg, a Hoyberg
0: man. He's bro. He's another one that he's he's the one that's like in front of the two poor centre backs. That's like basically covering them and covering them yeah. well.
1: Yeah, good player, man. And he's got a surprising passing range. Like I didn't know that. But then watching Denmark in the Euros, he was a really yeah. like he was creating for them. Then yeah. obviously you've got Son and Kane up top who are both fantastic in their own right. But I think there are just too many holes in this team that especially like depth gets questioned throughout the year and they have to put replacements in. It is gonna look hard on them. Yeah. And it's w- their squad has not got a lot of leaders. Like Larice is a leader, but he's not he speaks when he needs to. He doesn't speak all the time. Mm. You've obviously got Kane with this whole situation and he's probably going to be a bit... It's going to be hard. You've you got
0: son, son is taking him up, up himself to be yeah. that leader. Yeah,
1: they, they're going to need more people to jump up mm. and speak out. And we'll, we'll see how it goes, man. Like, the Spurs have got a lot more to be excited about than they did a month ago. I think that's a fair comment to make. And and
0: and they, and they can be happy, man. It could it could have been like their their, their neighbors, but oh, they sit comfy. Um,
1: when well, you're top of the league with three wins from three, and Arsenal were win no wins from three with nine minus maybe. nine. <laughs> like bottom, like you, you can't be you can't complain, to Spurs fan, right now, can you?
0: Nah, nah, for sure. I just wanted to discuss Watford as well because at the start of the season, we've all written them off as like the worst team in the league. And they are for sure gonna relegate, which they might still. Um, but I don't think they're they're as bad as we think they are. No, this
1: not team at all.
0: this team is just pace and power times two, and I it's think, just yeah. it's sick to see. Yeah,
1: the difference between them and Norwich, excuse me. They like Norwich come up to the league and they want to play their own way, which yeah. is fair enough. But they can't play possession of football against the bigger teams. They're just gonna ruin them. They have so far. Whereas Watford, they understand that right, we are obviously at a talent deficit with these bigger teams. So what are we gonna do? We're gonna pack the box and then as soon as we get the ball, we're gonna be direct, we're gonna be energetic. Ismail Sarr looks like a right talent. Bro, yeah. Like, that kid looks tricky. Like if Spurs bought him as their third option, I'd be a lot higher on Spurs. Regular,
0: regular, Regu- handed him well, though.
1: I must he- say. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. But that, I think Watford understand what they are, and what mm-hmm. their position in this league will be. Mm-hmm. And they will struggle throughout the year to win consistently and get points on the table consistently. Mm-hmm.
0: But there but, will not there will not be pushovers. That's what I've noticed. There will no. definitely not be pushovers. Obviously, they might face City or like United or Liverpool or something and get like a 4-5-0. But I think overall, they'll be yeah. hard to beat, man. But they might mm-hmm. still go down. But I don't think the worst team in the league, they'll, 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 they'll be that, man. No, Definitely, that belongs man.
1: to Arsenal. Oh, sorry, yeah.
0: no. <laughs> All right, man. Let's go over to the last game of today then. Showtime United on the back of the Ronaldo signing did not turn it on at the Molyneux, but still came away somehow with a dub, as we predicted as the game went on. Um I'm, I'm sure you watched the game as well, Jake. What, yeah. did, what did you make of it?
1: Um... Varane looked good. Varane looked yeah. good. I think he's a much better fit of Maguire. I mm-hmm. think United on the whole were poor. And uh, this is my point. I've said it for weeks now. United aren't going to win anything with Fred. In play- <laughs> and we played Fred and Pogba together. Now, Pogba on the ball is almost unrivaled in the Premier League. He is mm-hmm. fantastic. Like the passing range that he provides as a double pivot six yeah he's,
0: he's not it's not, not good there man
1: no he doesn't protect his defence and that's not his role like his perfect role is in a 4-3-3 being an attacking midfielder in that
0: or that or that left side that left side free role that's he, that, that he's he been has, playing
1: like, I don't understand why they took him off that this mm. game like especially to be Dan James like everyone hates Dan James I personally just see him as like he's a lower level prem player like, mm. which is fine <laughs> like that is fine but starting for United, he really shouldn't be doing that as more than a rotational option. But why he didn't just play Matic? Like, they had had a week between games, he's able to recover, obviously McTominay's injured, so he couldn't start. But just play if he played Matic there to actually give them a platform, because that's the problem. United won't be able to control games. Against Mm -hmm. the bigger teams, they are not going to have that level of control required, I don't think. They're going to have to live off of scraps, because
0: but that's but that's but that's that was my point about this united team since last season it was the same story and you know they they do this where they hang on hang on but the the positive thing about united is that they have so many game winners in their team
1: yeah And
0: and that's what that's what basically made them second second place last season maybe some people think like they didn't deserve the second place but you have to win your games you have to have those players in, and that's one thing that I, I kind of envy them that they have that. That they have a Bruno, they have if it's not Bruno, then it's Pogba scoring the screamer. If it's not Pogba scoring the screamer, it's Greenwood doing it. If it's not Greenwood doing it, it's usually what's his name, Rashford doing it. And now they've got Cristiano Ronaldo there as well. See, like right. <laughs> it's almost unfair what they have, but then tactically, and the manager they have is all over the place with them, man. Yeah, All over that, the guff.
1: That that is their big concern. I mean, for me, yeah, they just they look a bit like they look um, like they need that just that element of control. They need yeah, that yeah. element of right, okay. We're going to push people to here, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Like walls, like Trinkal today and Priori to a certain brilliant. degree. Those two were but, brilliant today. Yeah, man. like they did everything but score the goal. And I agree with you what you said in the group chat about how you don't take your chances, like, I called it with about, I think it was like 65 minutes in when Trincao missed a folly after it was a two-on-two counter. It's like, they're mm. going to lose this game. You can't yep. keep putting these chances wide, putting these chances over, letting De Gea save them. Yep. And, but, <sighs> and then lose and claim that you
0: didn't deserve it. Nah, no, man. Then you deserve to lose, man.
1: Nah, it's, Premier, as that. it's the Premier League. You, just, yep. you take your chances or you get punished. But then United, you've got to be looking at that and going, right, We really weren't good enough today. Like we've done the job, but and whilst results matter in this league, over the thirty-eight game season, the performances aren't going to reflect that. Like if you play like that against Burnley, if you play like that against Newcastle, way Palace, one of those teams are going to bite you in the ass.
0: I Um, mean, it happened last season. It happened last season with um, last last season last um, last week with Southampton. Yeah. Last last year they they picked up a win after being two 0 behind and now now they drew so yeah
1: it's
0: well, going to happen it's going to happen man
1: yeah it's going to happen Oli, again this season has got what now the best record ever you know if like most games away oh, games away oh, oh, games won
0: yeah like we just though i respect it is that great,
1: but the problem is also what what has that record brought them yeah it and it hasn't it hasn't brought them and the progress like winning the scrappy games matters if you're going to win titles you are going to have to win scrappy games Mm. that's fine but you don't tend to play two scrappy games in a row especially to that degree and that's going to have to be an issue like ollie's got two weeks now over the international break he's got a couple of weeks now obviously depending on who's actually at the training ground but Mm. to figure out these plans to stop this from happening as consistently because two out of three to start isn't great from them. Yeah.
0: Nah. Not on paper, at least. Uh, So so we have seen Jada Sancho three times in a United shirt, twice as a sub and today from the jump. Um, What do you make of him so far and is he deserving of time, as people say?
1: Uh, he's, he's deserving of time we all know the talent he is like we all know the record that he had at Dortmund it was crazy what he was doing there so he will get more time and certainly so because he needs it because he looks he looks out of not out of shape that's the wrong description but he just oh, doesn't definitely. yeah he just doesn't look like he's fitting in at the moment but that's fine because you haven't got chemistry and mm. Sancho is one of those players that floats a lot like how many times did he change wings throughout that game Mm. And he's gonna have to take a lot of time to develop those connections all over the pitch. And like he hasn't done anything on note right now. Yeah, okay. but Jake,
0: yeah, but Jake, bro, my, how long did it take him to blow out Bortman? Yeah. They're taking a season. <laughs> you got you know what I mean? My thing, my thing is this, right? Like, if you're good, you're good. And people comparing it to your boy Havertz. And if you remember when Havertz second, third game, I already said Havertz is gonna come good. I don't even, I've seen enough. He's The only thing that has Havers is, he's he's just a little bit weak. But I've seen enough that Havers is going to come good. Jadon Sancho, I actually said from the start that I'm not sure about Jadon Sancho in the Premier League. Brilliant player, but in this league, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if this league suits him. So maybe but, he doesn't need time to get used to it. Maybe. But
1: Yeah, I, I get where you're coming from. I think he will take an adaptation period. I personally think he is going to come good. Mm. Like, like watching his Bundesliga highlights, the kid just has special, special talent. Yeah, man. He's, he's,
0: a, he's, a, he's actually a good player, man. Yeah.
1: But I think that that he sure. really does rely on like movements from other players. Yeah, and yeah. today, like the way United played wasn't symbiotic of him. It was just a poor United performance. Mm. But you are right. He has to come good this year. Like mm. we we've about earlier, but the pressure that Ronaldo brings, like if they don't win the Premier League or the Champions League
0: It's a failure, then, man.
1: Yeah, it's a failure. It it's is a, a com- it's a, it's just a waste of time, really. Mm-hmm. Now I'll caveat that by saying it is the exact same for City and it's the exact same for Chelsea. I don't think Liverpool have that as much purely because they haven't bought anyone.
0: We haven't um, bought anyone yet.
1: Yeah. But like just as focus on United, that means Sancho has to come good now. Yeah. And there's quite a lot of pressure on him for being, what, a 22-year-old. But mm-hmm. having I'm Ronaldo fine. up top instead of Greenwood, like Greenwood is a talent. He's going to be one of the best players in football, one of the best finishers. I but feel Ryan, sorry
0: for him, man. I, I really want to know what all his plans now are for him because surely you can't done. bench him after he's built you up for two games in a row now.
1: Yeah, I think it's kind of harsh, but, he's, but I reckon he's probably going to get the Phil Foden treatment. Uh, where he's kept around and he'll play a decent amount of games but not the important ones no no like because in that team like I think their best front four is Sancho on the right Bruno in the hole if you're going to continue with Bruno which is its own thing Mm -hmm. Pogba in his new left role I think he's brilliant in that brilliant there man and then Ronaldo up top like Mm -hmm. I think Rashford struggles to get a game in the big games if those four are fit and he plays that sort of formation Oli
0: but one thing, one thing, one thing he does have, Ole, is uh is is they got options.
1: Oh, that their depth, that front mm. foot depth is enviable. I mean, what you've got on the right, you've got Sancho supported by Greenwood. In the hole, you've got Bruno supported by Van Der Beek, left is Rashford by James, and then up top it's Ronaldo by Cavani. Like mad. Like mad. Even Chelsea don't have that depth or yeah, C. So but that just proves again the pressure is hyped up for ole. like mm-hmm. he he is the one that has to deliver in this team because like you give this team to a conte
0: bro that, give this to klopp pep or anyone and they are doing bits. so yeah. ole let's see man.
1: yeah, can't be a pe teacher anymore. he has to be a coach. <laughs> yep.
0: all right man, shots at the bar. have you got any?
1: i think for my chelsea team 3 i'll go for Asby. like 300 games his 32nd birthday and he was brilliant. He was absolutely brilliant in that second half. He just he shut down Mane and Robertson completely. Like there was nothing going on that left wing. Um and he's just a great influence on the team. Like he's a like he's just one of those footballers that actually strikes you as a good person. Like there's no ego with him whatsoever. The kid just wants to win. So to see that as my club captain, absolute dream. Love the player, love the man. What about yourself?
0: Yeah, man. I actually got a shot, a shot after a, after a while. Actually, just wanted <laughs> to give it to my centre back pairing, Matip and VVD. best in the world. Um, I don't want to hear anything from anyone. Um, they 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 faced the informed Lukaku, even though Matip got rolled, <laughs> rolled fantastically once, once or twice. Um, I think overall, um, uh, they they kept the big they kept big Rom quiet, man. Um yeah. Van Dijk looked like he hasn't missed a beat. Uh, this has been. The first game where I feel like, okay, Van Dyke is back to the Van Dyke that I that I know, you know, because the yeah. first couple of games he looked a bit, eh. but today I think he had to just raise his level because because it was Lukaku, Mount, and everyone else uh,
1: so around yeah. uh, Chelsea. Van Dyke especially played Lukaku perfectly. Like, he didn't yeah. get touched tight. He let Lukaku get a touch and then body him. And then attacked him. Yeah. There was one time in the first half Van Dyke went to the floor, but Apart from yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah. He, he he like if you guys win the title it's because of Van Dyke for me personally. Van Dijk and
0: Matip, man. Because I think people sleep on Matip's role in the until, team. Until he <laughs> plays more
1: games, I'm not gonna rate him. I'll be completely honest with wow. you. no, wow. like he is, he is a great defender. Don't get me wrong, but you can't say so, so what so where would you where would you put Matip? Just
0: forget about his availability, but just oh, when just he's available, where would you put him? Let's be honest, bro. Come on. Second, uh, you can't you can't not put him second.
1: I, I think I can, but <laughs> uh, no, like, he's I'd say he's definitely top five at least, Premier League, and I think that's mm. probably a bit harsh, but like, that's that's the bracket he plays in. But like, I say, availability in
0: it, yeah. I hear you, man, I hear you. I think Liverpool fans in general have that same frustration with him as well, but yeah, it was it was to an We'll just keep it going. It was good to see them to um, um, start in again. Uh, those that, that's our main um, centre back pairing. And long may it last, man. That's my shot, man. Jake, thank you for making it on this bank holiday weekend. It was fantastic. Uh, make sure you follow all of our socials, VARBAR Podcast and the Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We have little clips on there as well. Peace, peace. <laughs> hey, hi,